Nation, we are back here for part two of our NC State versus Wake Forest preview. If you haven't checked out part one yet, make sure to do that first and foremost, and then come right back in here for part two as we'll start to really dive into our keys of the game and also to give our game predictions even as well. Um, so kind of picking back up you know, where we left off, I think that honestly having Demi Sumo back for this game is going to be huge. There's no doubt. I mean, that guy has been a spark for this offense the entire season, as much as he played. Now, um, you know, the one thing which you know obviously concerns me is you know the fact that after the Florida State game, Dorn said that Demi was fine, and then he ended up not playing against Syracuse. So even though Dorn said I expect to have him for this game, I'm still like. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, the expecting uh, words is kind of an interesting word expecting. choice there. It, it, we, I go ahead. Do we know what his injury is? Is it concussion mm, symptoms? Maybe. Nope. I, we don't know. We don't know. Don't they haven't announced anything, no. and yeah. we don't know. During this whole season, has really kept the injury cards close to the chest. Obviously, yeah. Uh, so, which you know, to to each its own. So, uh, you know, for, for maybe uh, as a chess game against the our opponents, it probably does great. But for us, is fans and especially us as you know media coverage people it's it's incredibly frustrating so <laughs> um but the one thing too which i even want to throw in there as well is i feel like to me people don't talk about jordan houston enough and more the fact that that guy to me has been the definition of consistent you know he's not flashy you know i think everybody really looks at him this season still for his fumble at the goal line against ecu but then they i mean that guy I mean, I, I mean, that's a lot, you know, because obviously that was a yep, big, sure. that was a big mistake. That was a big mistake, you know, for him. But I mean, ever since then, you know, he's been Mister Three, three and a half yards a carry yeah. every single game, and you know, nothing more, nothing less. Hey, and that last drive of the Virginia Tech game was was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, 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 he was he was he closed out that game, and yeah. Um, yeah, he's been very consistent. I think it's a really good word for him. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it, it's a great duo between Jordan Houston is more of your, if you need it, you got it guy. And then, you know, Demi Sumo, who's more of your, you know, let's give it to him and see what happens, you know, kind of guy. Happens, yeah. So, you know, uh, but so I think that's, you know, going to be a, a key for sure is because, uh, you know, one thing that stood out when you look at the box score is that supposedly MJ Moore has carried the ball 13 times, which to me, I feel like you definitely got to, not necessarily limit that, but just be smarter with it. Uh, you know, especially too, again with the young quarterback. Uh, you know, just rely more on these guys who are proven, uh, guys like a Jordan Houston who is uh, experienced to really help help carry the backfield a little bit and take a lot of the pressure off of MJ as much as much as you can, especially against a Wake Forest defense that this season has not been not been great at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've been you know half decent at best, Average, um, but. Yeah. But 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 you knew that going into the season, so uh, you know I I wanted to kind of make sure to highlight that first and foremost. But to kind of jump back in here about uh, you know our way force deep way forced offense versus our defense, um, you know we talked a lot about Sam Hartman for sure and talked about defense. But I think the biggest thing for me because you know one quote that really stand, stands out, uh, which kind of excited me was that you know I think it was a national media member saying. If NC State could get a pass rush, a nine and three season is still a hundred percent on the table, which hmm. I thought was an interesting quote. Uh, you know how he how he basically straight up called our pass rush out, right? And uh, I mean, because yeah, I mean, has our pass rush been what it needs to be this season, especially with as much experience and talent as we have on that D line, as much depth as we have on that D line? 
it's been frustrating for sure. Uh, you know, and especially too, even with, with three guys and Isaiah Moore, uh, Peyton Wilson, and Drake Thomas, a linebacker that, I mean, we all can agree are three of the best linebackers in the country, not necessarily even just from the pass coverage side, but more of honestly from the, the bull, you know, pass rush side. I mean, those guys are, yeah. are animals. So, to, so that's kind of one frustration for me is I honestly expected more from the pass rush this season than especially over the last couple of years. But, um, you know, make, I know you, you know, you got PFF in front of you, so I don't know if you have any stats from that area, but you know, at least what are your thoughts, you know, on that? Do you see this as a game where, um, that can be something that we finally break out on, uh, or do you, I guess, kind of a side, kind of a back question to it is, do you think that it's actually not as much of an issue as people are making it out to be? Um, I think it is an issue to be honest with you. I think we're, we're barely winning games right now. And, um, I think if you're letting quarterbacks, particularly, in this matchup with Sam Hartman, um, who they do that slow mesh offense and they want to sit there and calculate the defense. Yeah. And I do think it's going to be, I think it's a problem. I'm not saying it will be a problem this upcoming game, but, um, you know, it's, it's, um, I don't know if it's something maybe they can figure out. Maybe with Savion out, maybe somebody can emerge there, then flash a little more at times. I know Savion wasn't getting a ton of stats. But he was consistently a guy there that was um, – you had to be aware of him if you're on the offense, the opponent's offense. I just don't – I don't expect us to be able to um, be a dominant pass rust this season. I just think we should got to find a cut guy or two who can really get pressure, get a sack or two a game and help. But you just can't let a guy like Sam Hartman sit back there and pick you off um, or – they just yeah. run the game. I don't know. I, I think it's a concern. I mean, I really do. I think they're going to need to figure out if it's Trevally Price or if a Davin Van or Corey Durden can step up and get those sacks. I think you're honestly going to see linebackers blitz a lot more too um, because it was effective against Virginia Tech. You got a couple sacks between Peyton Wilson and Drake Thomas during that game. Um, they're going to need to make up that difference where I don't feel like the defensive line is getting it done, to be honest with you. Yep. I agree. Michael, any, any additional points to that? Yeah, I think I think we I think that was one of the things we identified as a as a potential issue at the beginning of the season, losing Daniel Joseph and Levi Jones and mm-hmm. and having a true pass rusher on the team. And it's clearly kind of something we've been missing. Um the one thing I will say is with Wake specifically for Wake Forest, everybody knows that the way to mess up their offense is get get the pressure up the middle and and disrupt disrupt the slow mesh that they do at the handoff and mm-hmm. you know i think that plays into if our advantage um pass rush wise because we do like to send send the linebackers um right up the middle more so than having like a dominant edge rusher yeah well yeah, and I, sorry i'm at this too so wake force is ranked 41st in the country on a pass blocking grades whereas states rank 28th um, and then, but the thing that's going to be different here is our pass rush grade. I don't even see it in the top 100 list here. Yeah, um, I don't think grade wise. Now, and at, whereas the difference here is Wake Forest is second in the country on pass wow. rush grade. Now, it doesn't mean that they're, you know, the you know, they're going to get it every time. But 
you know, grading wise, how they perform as a unit in that aspect of the game, they're second in the country on a pass rush grade. The only team that's better than them is Houston. Um, they're ahead mm-hmm. of teams like Ohio State and Clemson here. So um, that wow. are five and six. So interesting. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting stat. Yeah. Well, and the one thing too, which I, I actually was kind of uh, encouraged by, uh, which really stood out because uh, at one point, I think it was in the late third quarter or something like that. I remember my, my dad uh, leaning over to me and going, where's Drake Thomas at? And I looked out there and it was, it was Peyton Wilson, Devon Betty and Jordan Poole out there. Oh yeah. And, I saw and, that. I was like, what the heck is and, that? And, 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 I, and I was like, I was like, I don't know. And I was like looking and, but I mean, and, 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 uh, Drake Thomas and Isaiah Moore were standing right beside each other, right beside Tony Gibson. So, I mean, they weren't hurt or anything like that. So it was just literally that they just put Devon Betty and, and Jordan Poole out there, which I was like, I mean, I'm okay with that, you know, to an extent. Sure. I mean, you know, just keep yep. the guys fresh, uh, you know, just change it up a little bit. And uh, I mean, cause again, it just goes back to how much faith obviously Tony Gibson has in, in the depth that we have a linebacker, yeah. uh, which goes to, again, more of the point of that, even life after, Peyton Wilson, Drake Thomas, Isaiah Moore, we're going to be fine. I mean, obviously, are we going to have the beasts that that we have in those three? Maybe, maybe not. But, I mean, are we going to have solid guys that we can rely on, especially since Jordan Poole is only a freshman? I mean, he's young. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. There's, mm-hmm. This season, there's been a lot of young guys that have really stood out this year for sure. Um, yeah. I'm going to add a note. Hey, I, I found us. We are right. on this top 100 list, pass rushing grade. We're ranked 69th. So it's not terrible, <laughs> but it's not the, it's not really that you know noteworthy. Yeah. So it's not, it's, I want to make sure I got that correction in. Yeah. Appreciate that, Macon. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, I think, uh, you know, for, for me, I, I, the biggest thing which I'm hoping for, and I guess, I guess we can kind of, you know, instead of talking about, instead of talking more, we can just kind of jump into kind of phrasing this as keys to the game. So we'll, uh, you know, for me, I guess the, the key which I was about to make for me is you got to come out aggressive. Got to come out aggressive. I think that with MJ and with most games this season that that Tim Beck has loved starting off like the first drive, like first play, first drive, do a bubble screen just to like warm it up. Like we're going to do a bubble <laughs> screen, just warm it up. And But for me, I'm like, listen, I think we should like the first play do like a, a you know, they'll do a play where like you'll do a bubble screen, but then the blocker will, will basically go up to block and then release, release. and then go on yeah. a go route. I think that's when we do first play. And I think MJ Morris, I mean, he's got an arm to him for sure. And he can, he's got a hose of an arm, can throw that ball long. So I say, let's do that first game. I mean, first play, just, just a, a fake, fake, uh, bubble screen, deep pass to Devin Carter and, and let's, let's punch him out early. That's, that's to me the biggest thing. Got to get out early, got to get out to a big start. And to me, I don't think, you know, if I think if we can avoid being behind, uh, that is a huge key, you know, to really not have to put as much pressure on MJ. That's a big key to me. Uh, make uh, making what what would you say yours would be your your first one? Again, my key to, my key to the game is getting getting any sort of pass rush. Get you know get hands on Sam Hartman um, before he can really start picking apart you um, your defense. I, I think that's that is the number one key to me is mm-hmm. get in his head. Um, Get him flustered. I would say try to you know. Oh no, it's not not last week all over again. If he can help it, you know, get him get him thinking that seeing ghosts. If he can, if you can help it. Um, yep. And then I think what Michael said. I think it's going to be um, your coverage. I think it's going to have to be really good. I think at times your man defense, your man on man defense in the secondary is going to be really good. Um, I think 
offensively, um, well, I realize you only asked my. Did you want me to give you a, l- a list of them or just the one? I mean, you know, well, here. Uh, well, I did mean, you, you asked you me kinda, one. You I was kinda, going- you kind of gave Michael's, I which you know I kind of summarized on. So, uh, uh, so, so give us one more, and then then Michael will let Michael kind of jump in. Um, you know, I think on offense, I think it's going to the key to the game is controlling the line of scrimmage. To be honest with you, yeah, I think it's going to be big because I think it's going to give um, MJ time to throw. I think it's going to give him some confidence, um, some. Uh, yeah, just in confidence, just kind of let him settle into the game, knowing that he's not going to get just rocked the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my that's my takeaways yep. there. Michael, go ahead, brother. Um, the refs to call offense pass interference on Wake. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they you know it's going to be like two or three uh, pass defensive pass interference calls on NC State this game, and yeah, nothing on no put no push shots will be called on Wake Forest. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't you know, Michael? There's only three things you can count on in life, and that's death, taxes, and AC refs to suck. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's for all sports. No. Yeah, we haven't even talked about it, uh, <laughs> and men's basketball AC refs yet. You know, the Mister Synonymous. Uh, but go ahead, Michael. Um, no, I think it's going to be all about our defense. Uh, kind of a combo of what everybody said. The, you you can't expect to get into a shootout this year. I mean, I guess you really couldn't last year against Wake Forest, and we did it and almost won that one. But especially this year with MJ Morris, you can't really get into a shootout with Wake Forest and expect to win. Um, So I think the defense, just a combo of getting that pass rush, disrupting their offense, and um, playing well in coverage and and just holding them to a, a reasonable amount of points where our offense can keep up. Well, and one thing, too, which I hope you know, it's kind of a difference heading into this game that maybe the defense hasn't had up until this point in the season is hopefully the defense, you know, finally, at least from what they saw last game can go into this game. Cause I know this is something that we've talked about in the live show that maybe the defense is feeling, you know, a ton of pressure by knowing that if we're going to win football games, the defense basically has to win it for us, period. I mean, yeah. that, that's pretty much been it the whole season. I mean, it goes back to, you know, coming out of halftime in the Syracuse game that Doran basically said that we need a, a defensive touchdown. Like, you know, that to me, I think yeah. is pretty much just all, all the evidence you need that obviously it was a huge reliant that if we're going to win a football game, the, our defense has to win it for us. And so hopefully this game, going to this game, that defense can, you know, at least a little bit say, listen, I think from what I saw, what we saw with MJ Morris and what we saw – with Thayer and, uh, you know, Jordan Houston getting Demi back, what we finally saw Devin Carter start to be, you know, what we mm-hmm. expected him to be, that we can go into this game and say, listen, you know, we're just going to worry about us and not necessarily put any kind of extra pressure on us that, you know, we have to do this in order to win the game. Like, we just need to do our part, trust the offense to do theirs, and then the rest of it will take care of itself. I, I want to add something because I think that's important and that in the Virginia Tech game we saw – um, what you said, Virginia Tech had what negative four yards in the fourth quarter or something. Yes, and yes. that and and you kind of saw that after getting burned three times in three straight drives. MJ Morris connects on that touchdown pass to Thayer Thomas, and then you kind of saw a mentality switch in the defense. There, it's like okay, our offense Eesh. can finally do something. Let's shut yeah. them down and give us give us a chance to win here, and and they did. Yep, absolutely. 
Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dressup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. So again, and obviously, you know, from a fan's perspective, you know, yeah, I know that's obviously a hot topic right now, but you know, (laughs) obviously the, the fans experience wise, you know, we have to, we have to put it all out there. You know, we have to, you know, be in there and, and just, just, just again, this, this can be a huge game. I mean, like, think about it. Like if we can pull this off, you know, and I know obviously the little bit of the, the Cinderella of it's kind of taken out of it because the fact that Wake Forest dropped from 10 to all the way to 21, but still, I mean, again, Wake Forest has been that thorn in our side for years, uh, you know, and, and so for us to, you know, have that revenge factor from last year for, you know, all that we've, that state has fans have gone through. And I'll tell you this as well. we'll t- uh, by this point, we've talked about this on the live show, but it's been one of the weirdest football seasons. It's been one of the craziest football seasons. How, like, how, how yeah. stressful each game has been. Um, but again, I think it just, it, it, it really would set in that, you know, this, this, it would even, it would be another example that this program is different. And again, we'll talk about more about that as well in terms of, you know, that the program has definitely changed. But for us to pull off a, a win like this would be huge. Yeah, huge. I'm going to add that. I'm going to add that. You think about this, like no one's really expecting State to win this game. And I don't no. But it's not like we're talking like a two score betting line right now. We're talking like mm-hmm. less than a touchdown yeah. and or yeah. seven points if it is a touchdown. So yep. you're at home at a night game. That's the best environment. I just feel like. One thing that's kind of a negative, I actually don't know if it's a negative. I think it's probably a negative for state is, you know, Wake Forest was embarrassed. I said that, I said that last episode, they were embarrassed against Louisville and they're going to want to come into this game and a rivalry game where they know they've had history on their side and try to, you know, right the ship. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that sets up well for state, but I'm going to tell you what. Let's say state plays like they have nothing to lose. Let's say they're slinging the ball all over the place and they're getting creative and whatever they need to do. If state can win that game, um, I, which I don't think is impossible. I mean, I'm making it sound like it's just like this, you know, n- you know, never going to happen. But if state can win this game, can you imagine the like eyebrow raise and um, curl that they're going to give, particularly to MJ Morris? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if this true freshman can come in and one half of Virginia Tech score three touchdowns, and then the next game come in and beat Wake Forest, who it'll be a you know top twenty team, but they were ranked ten last week, and I think there'll be some guys looking at him like, well, wait a minute, they might have something here at this quarterback position. Um, yeah. I think that would be really big for recruiting because then you can go to some of these wide receiver recruits that we've been really trying to target. Um, not naming names because I don't want to get all that right now, but <laughs> you could say, Hey, we've got this true freshman guy who's quarterback who's going to be here for another two, three years. I don't know. I think there's a lot there. Um, I don't think anybody's going to blame you for losing to Wake Forest either. So that's where I come at this. Okay, look, you can expect probably Wake Forest is going to come in um, wanting to right the ship. That's why my 
phrase I'm all, using tonight. All the pressure, all the pressure's on Wake Forest this game. Right. I really don't 100%. think there's any pressure on us. For so this what? Game. What do you have to lose? Just take shots mm-hmm. downfield and um, let MJ play freely. Like he doesn't. You know, he doesn't know the offense perfectly. I would almost kind of use that to your advantage a little bit. Just kind of like take shots and be creative and. Okay, what do you know? Let's. What do you know? Can you execute well? Let's try that. You know, get him running the ball, which I thought he looked pretty effective running the ball. Um, get some plays in. Like I really liked. I know another thing we've talked about. I liked what I saw from a kickoff return or some turns of two from uh, Julian Gray uh, against Virginia Tech. Yeah. He had some yeah. nice plays. Get get him more involved. Get Terrell Timmons more involved. Get some looks that Wake Forest has not seen. Um, you know, I think that's. State's going to have to do that, honestly, the rest of the season. Maybe, you know, Boston College, I don't know about that. They look terrible. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, <geez. laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like They're going to they're gonna have to be creative against Louisville because Louisville is no joke. And in my opinion, they're no joke. They're not, you do not look over Malik Cunningham. And then yeah. Carolina has, I think PFF has the, has the number one passing offense grade-wise in the country. So yep. my point Which, is they're going to have to be like this. I just think this is a good place to start. Second game in with um, first full game with MJ, just play free, play like you have nothing to lose. Yep, and I, I do got to admit that here, uh, you know, because I know I was a huge critic of it, uh, you know, during the preseason. Which so I feel like I got to make the sh- make you know write the ship uh, twice in in the preview and in the live show by admitting yes, I was dead wrong about Drake May. That dude's. I do. It's the real deal. I, I said, as a diehard state you fan, hate that, saying that. You hate I saying hate that. saying it. I really yeah. do. I was like, man, how does and, and, and fans do this? He looks. He looks better to me than Sam Howell. He I does. Mean, and I just say that that's crazy. But that's crazy. Um, yeah. Hey, but again, no, well, he's what it is. It's it's. We got to face it's, him in it's, three it's weeks. But going back to NC State, I really think that MJ. Um, I don't expect him to have like the same kind of game he had. If he scores three touchdowns in the game, I think that's a solid performance for him, not three touchdowns and a half. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he could have a big he could have a big game if they really think play their cards right. Six so, touchdowns. Sure. Macon is oh. predicting six touchdowns for MJ Morris. So that's not <laughs> what I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, let's wrap this up here by giving some score predictions. So, Michael, oh. I'm going to put you on the spot first, man. What, what's your score prediction for me? Um, so, I think – let me look up what I wrote in the newsletter because <laughs> I put a prediction in there, so I want to make sure it's the same. Um <laughs> Yeah, in one, uh, you, in one so, you put State to win, the other one you put Wake Forest yeah. to win. That'd be interesting. <laughs> no, I, no, I, um, I mean, like Megan said, I, you, you got nothing to lose at this point. Um, ten win season, Orange Bowl still on the table, especially with Wake losing and Syracuse losing. You know, mm-hmm. um, you you just got to be the highest ranked ACC team, assuming Clemson makes it to the playoff. Um, so I mean, there's. It's at home. Obviously, we've been dominant at home recently. Uh, I'm going to say State 28, Wake 24. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, Macon, what do you got? So I'm looking here at some more stats, too, that I haven't mentioned yet. So when you said late and earlier the matchup to watch would be State's, uh, or state's d- defense versus Wake Forest offense, I think that's very true. And I'm just to kind of put it there, I, I looked up on the ACC's website. Um, Wake Forest is second um, in points per game. Um, so they have the second best scoring offense 
in the ACC, they're averaging 38.9 points per game, which is, that is five touchdowns and a field goal for those who aren't counting. Um, (laughs) And, but I will say this, but state is, um, state is the number one defense um, in the ACC right now on points per game allowed. They're allowing 17.4 points per game on average. So they're allowing two touchdowns and a field goal. So, not five and a field goal, but two. So somewhere between five touchdowns and two touchdowns is probably where this is going to fall. I, I am, I am nervous about being able to get a pass rush there. Um, I think though it's proven you can. I think you're going to see his blitz. I think the linebackers need to be key, but I think a guy like Davin Vanny step up. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to. I don't, I don't expect State to win this game. I'm not going to give him a winning score here. Just to be fair, um, I think. Preseason, I thought they would, um, and then I think now they there's just I don't expect them to with co- Wake Forest coming off a loss, you know, playing like that, um, and State having a true freshman quarterback. I just don't think you expect to have that same level performance twice um, in his first in his first true start. And if he does, that would be incredible. But my prediction for the game, I'm looking here at the line. Um, What's it? What is it saying? Over under is fifty three. So they have it on ESPN. They have it as uh, um, Wake Forest is a five point favorite as the spread. So they're thinking it is somewhere at like a twenty nine to twenty four twenty four kind of score. Um, I'm going to say Wake Forest um, thirty two, NC State twenty. 124 somewhere in there. I think you're going wow. to see something like that. Um, I think Wake Forest is going to come to play, try to write their ship. Um, I think State will score, and I think we'll all come back looking at it like, man, hey, um, he, uh, Jack Chambers had me, not Jack Chambers, uh, MJ Morse had a nice game. I do think it's going to be more like a um, like a 10-point margin here, I think. That's, what I, that's just my guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think for me, I think the biggest thing is – I think that this is really a game where leaders have to step up. Yeah. Uh, you really need that locker room to, to come back alive. You really need leaders like Grant Gibson, even guys like Devin Leary too. Like, you know, you really need Devin to really be like glued at the right hip on MJ Morris mm-hmm. this week, which I'm really hoping and expecting that is what's happening. And basically, you know, just, just because at the end of the day, I mean, this is, a huge game. It's a legacy game because I think that really looking at last year, once again, that is a game, the Wake Forest game, that I really do feel that if you ask the players to kind of look back and like which game do you kind of circle as like a missed opportunity, mm-hmm. I think all of them would – would or I, I think the majority would pick that game. It's like, you know, we should have pulled yeah. that one out. And uh, so I think that this is a big game for that. And also, too, because of the fact that if you want that 9-3 sorry, 9, 9-3, 10-2 season – um, this is a game that you know is huge for that. And again, I guess maybe not <laughs> if if you want that nine to three, yeah, definitely uh, ten to two because you can't yeah, lose out. Two, yeah, can't, can't, can't lose out. <laughs> Every game uh, no, but 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 like you know, if you want that special season, let's put it that way. If you want that special season, that coming into you know out of preseason, every player, fan, coach, you name it, was expecting. Uh, this is the game you have to get over to do that. Uh, hey, I'm pushing out too. Both mm-hmm. teams are six and two, and two and two mm-hmm. in conference. Yeah, just gonna point that out. So yeah. and uh, and they're ranked the right there. That, 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 they're even. Um, I always thought it was interesting. I don't know. 
maybe you guys know this. Does ESPN update their matchup predictors? I, I think they do. We're at a we're at a fifty eight point eight percent. Yeah, which is really interesting. They have state as like a fifty nine percent chance to win the game, uh, mm-hmm. even though yeah. Wake Forest is favored by five points. Yeah. So, you know that that's that's really interesting to me. I again, I think to the fans, um, for anybody watching, like. I think this is the game that we this the every game is a big one that the the um players need us but I think this is a game where the crowd could be a factor. I it's really factor. do um as a night game again and you get a full game of NJ Morse. Um yep. so leave it out there. Again, play like you have nothing to lose. I think as fans you holler and um scream like you got nothing to lose too. So mm-hmm. so basically just to kind of wrap up, I think that honestly for me Wake Forest being in the twenties, I think, sounds right to me. Uh, you know, I think that's because again, I'm not going to sit here and say that we're going to limit to Wake Forest to like 14 points. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, there's they're they're yeah. they're so they're 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 so electric. They're gonna they're gonna score, but it's just a matter of can we stick with them and can we limit them enough where MJ Morris on our right. offense can do enough. So to yeah. me, I I think like again, the over under right now is at 53, 54, depending on where you look. I see this as a little bit going above that. Uh, so I am taking NC State 31, Wake Forest 28. I think that seems like a good score to me. I think that's You're saying that's Chris a, Dunn wins the game. I think I think Chris Ooh. Dunn makes an impact. And I mean again, that dude's been that dude's been unbelievable this year. Can I make a little yeah. note here? The fact that they have that music coming out to him, like yes. they have that picture, is yeah is so sweet because I, I mean it. like if you look at the stats he's number one in the country i don't know if that's changed yeah. if somebody's made more field goals than him but yeah he was like last week number one tied for number first in the country with field goals made and percentage like he's been perfect yeah. and yeah. to have that music i imagine it, it <laughs> should get to me get him amped up get him locked in in the zone gets the i think the fans could even get hyped up like him coming out to that music it's yep. it's even like so Lindsay was at the game um was against Virginia Tech, my wife Lindsay, and um she, you know, we were talking about it and she thought that was hilarious. Like even just like as you know, yeah. someone who doesn't, you know, study <laughs> state all the time, she thought that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, so so again, uh, you know, I think that we all can agree again, this should be a great game. It's a it's a game which will again once again answer a lot of questions. I know going into Virginia Tech. We said we know nothing, and we're about to find out hopefully something, which we did find out something. Uh, but there's still a lot of questions <laughs> still to be answered. Uh, you know, especially with you know I and you know a couple of games here, you know, coming up, such as the Louisville and uh, UNC game here. So, uh, but it'll be a fun one. It'll be you know prime time, 8 p.m. in Carter Finley Saturday night. So make sure if you haven't already, I know it's sold out, but that doesn't mean that you can't get tickets if you don't have tickets. Uh, make sure to you know go on all your third party sites, whether StubHub, Ticketmaster, you name it. Go get some tickets and uh, let's let's pack that pack that stadium out. Be there for four quarters. Cheer as loud as you can. And you know, again, let's let's pull these guys to what would be a, a huge victory for Dave Doran's cap if he could pull this mm-hmm. one out. Uh, so with that being said, thank you all so much again for tuning in. If you haven't already, again, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and also to uh, give us a like if you think NC State is going to win this football game, and then also to give us a follow Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter or Instagram. We'll see you all soon. Thank you all so much. Let's beat Wake Forest and go back.